Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome to another episode in the Sovereign Self series. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales. I am here talking with my producer, Robert Cialino, again today. How are you doing, Robert? I am amazing. (laughs) 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 And you? I am doing fabulous. And I'm I'm excited about what we're doing here today because there's been a fair amount of demand to learn a little bit more about how this embracing financial flow thing can happen for people. Um, And I I know you've got some of those questions scraped up in front of you. So I will let you go ahead and take the lead, tee them up and I'll, I'll see what I can do with them. Take a swing. Take a swing, Robert. So so we're taking a swing here. It's going to be amazing. So I think, Everybody on the planet wants to know how you can open yourself up to more uh, flow of money, right? I mean... Uh, Absolutely, right? Because even after you've worked through some of your money blocks, there will still be weird places, right, where it shows up. (laughs) And so if you can get to the root of the money flow, if you can open that up, you can also open up for other wonderful things like abundance in love and affection and attention and good health and joy because money greases so many of those wheels, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And the amazing thing is, is that if you're stressed out about money constantly, or as you said, it flows into everything, right? And, and I don't even know why that is, to be honest with you. I mean, who put money in charge of everything is what I want to know. Is it us? Did we yeah, put it in charge? I think we did in a way because it's, it's not like if you go way back into the, the caveman days that, that money was actually a thing, right? Back in earlier times, if you had a rooster and a, and a hen and they were laying a bunch of eggs and making babies, you could trade eggs or baby chickens or grown up chickens for other things that you might want or need in your life, right? That beautiful shell necklace, for example. And, exactly. and your abundance didn't come from money. Your abundance came from the chickens, right? Exactly. <laughs> or your abundance came from the earth, right? You planted the corn that you didn't eat, In fact, you set aside corn before you ate to make sure you'd have some. You planted that and it would come up and then you would have this abundance of corn that you could trade with somebody. And so our abundance was more deeply rooted in the earth, right? Right. So in in those times, we spent our days and our evenings working the fields and, and raising the chickens and everything else instead of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, Netflix, binge watching, all that stuff, right? Exactly. We wonder where our days go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't spend our days consciously tending to our financial abundance, right? Exactly. And I mean, some people are up and down, right? Maybe they've been broke and rich and broke and rich, you know, for most Mm -hmm. of their life. I mean, where where does that take people? I mean, how do you even that cycle out? 
Yeah, exactly. Now, I've worked with a number of people on this financial abundance stuff. If you've listened to some of our earlier shows, you'll know that there are a couple of uh, episodes out there already entitled Embracing Financial Abundance. This is like Embracing Financial Abundance Part 3. And I can't reveal their identities because it's really important for me to, to hold that client confidentiality. It's, it's a vow I've taken. But I can tell you a few things and share a few stories that I've been approved to share. Great. Yes. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you want to know? Um, well, let me tell you where she was at. I work with a business owner whose daughter had a traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at the time that this injury occurred, she'd had uh, an agency. She had a number of employees working for her. It was like a real legitimate brick and mortar business. Not that online businesses are not legitimate, but somehow the solidity of having, you know, physical employees that you see and are in contact with every day uh, seems to lend solidity to the idea of the business. So when her daughter had this brain injury, she dropped everything and her business literally drove into a wall and exploded into bankruptcy. So she ended up losing her her income stream while she was caring for her child who needed her so desperately because of this brain injury. Um, And she's been working to come back from that. And it was a real up and down cycle for her. And the daughter is slowly recovering from the brain injury. This appears to be like a major part of the daughter's path through this world. She's not ready to give that up yet. (laughs) But mom needs to get on with her life and to be making her business work even while this health drama is going on for her daughter. And she contacted me because she noticed that there was this up and down thing happening. And we worked together and she's now rebuilt her business. She's gone virtual. She's online instead of brick and mortar now, but she's at 50,000 a month and she still has time and energy to take care of her daughter as her daughter recovers. And she's no longer completely thrown off of the, the track when her daughter has a setback. We've, we've allowed her to build some, what do I want to say, uh, coping skills, resilience in there. Uh, another woman that I worked with, this is kind of a, a neat peek. Uh, she was doing a job that she was all right with, but it wasn't like her soul calling, if you know what I mean. Uh, she believed that she had to do this work because it was a very high-paying, lucrative job so that she could make enough money to invest it into like real estate and apartment complexes and this kind of thing to get a bunch of residual income going so she could then not worry about earning money but doing what she's called to do. And so she had this plan that was like a seven to ten year plan before she could really do what she was called to. And after we worked together, she discovered if she looked around, there was actually a job she could take a a lateral step into that put her more in alignment with her soul's calling 
so she could actually begin to move into that service that was calling to her without having to go through this whole like seven year plan (laughs) of becoming a landlord that wasn't singing to her soul either. Wow. How did, uh, well, you know, I don't want to go backwards, but that's an interesting space how she came into the seven to 10 year plan about something that she wasn't in alignment with to become into something she was in alignment with. And you helped her to just sort of, like you said, laterally step into that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and it, that's kind of what I think of as the residual to uh, box checking, right? because (laughs) we're raised with certain expectations and the people around us tell us certain things, right? You need a job to have income. And if you're going to invest so that your money works for you, you know, here are the few ways you can make that happen. So if you want freedom, you'd better figure out this real estate investing thing or this stock market investing thing or whatever it is. And you can spend a lot of time going down those rabbit holes when they're not really necessary for you to be able to step forward into what sings to your soul. Right. See, that makes total sense. Like, so if this is ringing true to other people out there, like it is to me right now, I mean, some of the things we're going to talk about, or you're going to really bring to light or, you know, like living your highest purpose so that you can do what you're called to do. And I love that, right? Because who, who made up the rule set that somebody said you should try and follow a path that somebody else thinks is the right path just because it was your parents' idea or somebody you know idea, right? And then that's right. just amazing. And also like aligning yourself with your path. I mean, how do you how do you do that? I mean, you know, following that sort of path down the way. And I think that'll be really interesting because if you're stepping into that path and you're stepping into that journey and you're going to find some happiness in that, which is which is amazing, right? Yes. I mean that's what we're here to do. That's I I get a lot of people who've recently woken up and they're like, I know I have a mission, but I don't know what it is. I know I have a mission, but I don't know what it is. One of the best things you can do for yourself is get really dialed into what brings you joy, what lights you up, because those are the breadcrumbs that your soul has left for you. And it's not always initially clear (laughs) <laughs> you know, how all the pieces come together. But if you keep collecting those little breadcrumbs, suddenly you have the puzzle pieces and it clicks together and you go, oh, that's it. It was right there staring me in the face. <laughs> and you need somebody to work with you on this most times, don't you think? I mean, it's hard. I mean, I couldn't just sit down. I mean, I could sit down, I guess, with a piece of paper and sort of say, hmm, what may, I, I'm lucky right now. I know what makes me happy. I know where my flow is. I know what's going to take me to my next space. I, it didn't happen overnight. <laughs> it didn't happen yesterday and, and become today, right? I mean, I'm yeah. 55. It took me a long time to get into this space, right? It does. It takes a little while and a little patience sometimes. Um, and I love sitting down with a notepad and, you know, culling through your history. Where, what are some of the times where you've been the happiest, the most satisfied, the most gratified? Um, and sometimes it shows up as just little tiny things. You know, I, I remember that there was a coworker who came up to me and thanked me for <clears throat> some wisdom I had shared with them. That, that's a breadcrumb. It's not a big thing, but it's a breadcrumb. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So tell me this. How can we open ourselves up to all this? You are the expert. What are we going to do? I mean, are we doing exercises today? Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm ready. We're, we're, exercise gear we're sort of doing some exercises, right? That would be a beautiful exercise to do with yourself, whether it's around money or around something else in your life where you're feeling unsatisfied, unfulfilled, or uncomfortable. And the point that you brought forward, Robert, about do I need to sit with someone to do this? I would say... 80% of the work you can do with yourself in your notebook, but the last 20%, it's really helpful to have somebody who can give you perspective, be a space holder, act as a mirror for you. Because the things we're truly brilliant at, Robert, are like breathing. And we don't even think about it. We don't think we're doing it. And so it's like you're inside of this bottle and there's a label on the outside of the bottle. And to everybody else around you, it's very clear. It says, Robert is an amazing radio show producer, right? But if you're inside that bottle and that's where we all are, I'm inside my own bottle. Yep, I'm in uh, there. You know, all I see is the glue on the back of the label, right? Yes. <laughs> Yes. And so taking the time to have a, a sit down with someone, whether it's a friend, a spiritual guide, a healer, a coach, a mentor, whatever that turns out to be for you, can be a huge step forward. It's a leverage point. I think of those as leverage points. And so that will like tip you over into the next area you're supposed to explore and grow into. And then you might have another one of these moments where it's like, okay, I need somebody else to read my label again. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've done all this, where else can I go with it? Uh, and I had one of those label moments a while back. I, I invest in myself on a regular basis. So I, I join mentor groups. I participate in marketing challenges and oh. coursework around places I'm looking to grow. Marketing is one of these things that does not come naturally to me. So I have sought out mentors and amazing people in this area to surround myself with and to get to know. And I was sitting in one of these mentorship situations and I I basically said, blah, this is everything that I'm doing. I've, I've got sessions with clients. I've got a radio show. I've got an email list that looks like this. And I don't see how all of these pieces come together. And in 10 minutes, Robert, they sat down with me and said, okay, here's how it, here's how it needs to look. And I've been busting my head around this <laughs> for 11 months, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like this. Fabulous. And sometimes you just need the right person to, to hold that space for you. Um, I've seen, <laughs> I have some friends, um, and it's a husband and wife. They're in business together. They decided they were starting their own thing. And she was an amazing writer. She does copywriting, this sort of thing. And he was the technical part of it. Oh. And so a good combination, right? A nice set of skills going together. And they would have their weekly meetings and sit down and strategize. And you do this part, I'll do this part. I think we should go this direction. Those kind of conversations. And occasionally, 
my girlfriend, the wife would come to me and go, Oh, he's making me nuts. I've talked to him about this issue four times. Now, I don't even remember what it was. It might have been social media or I forget what it was, but it was one topic. And I had run into a a moment in my life where I needed more hands than I actually had. So I ended up calling over there and saying, do you guys have any time that you can help me stuff some envelopes? And it turned out that the husband had some time to stuff envelopes with me. So we're sitting at my desk and we're stuffing envelopes and just chatting about this, that, and the other. And the topic came up. And I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? And I will tell you what I told him. After we return from the break, because it's time for that. So hang with us, and we will be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back, and thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I am here talking with my producer, Robert Ciolino, and we are discussing embracing financial abundance. And when I left off last, I'd left you hanging. I was stuffing envelopes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with the, the male half of uh, this couple. And I gave him my two cents on this topic. And you could see as I'm talking to him, this light bulb went off. He went, bing, and he heard what his wife had been saying for months. He heard from me. Uh, God knows why. 
Maybe it's the way I delivered it. Maybe there's a sense of defensiveness that went up with his wife that didn't go up with me. I don't know. <laughs> what I know is he heard me. And he went home and he, he said, oh, honey, I've got this greatest idea. We're going to go do blah, 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 blah. And she's like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> she called me up later. I don't know what you did to him, but thank you. Okay. And sometimes we just have to hear it from the right person. We have to be in that state of preparedness to hear it in order to really be able to receive that message. So it might not have even been a resistance against the wife, but he just hadn't arrived at the point that the message was going to land with him. And so there it is. <laughs> that's, that's super cool, though. I love the fact that the situation put itself in the space, that there wasn't any sort of barrier or boundary for that. I mean, that sounds like it's a totally amazing situation, right? And, you know, I, I can hear other people thinking maybe the same thing I'm thinking too, but and that is, you know, this is great for those people, but, you know, for me, I mean, you don't know the challenges I'm going through, right? <laughs> you personally. And um, what I'm running up against, and, you know, what are some of the other common challenges or other things that people express? I mean, what are these things? Mm, especially around money, I hear things like, well, I'm okay. <laughs> But it does seem like no matter how much I earn, it just gets swallowed up. And I'm always in that kind of making ends meet mode, and there's never really a surplus. Wait, wait. Other people have that problem too? Yes. <laughs> there's there's more month than there is money. <laughs> That's a common thread, I guess. It is. Another thing that, that people bring to me is they say, I keep manifesting big issues when I'm about to, like, take this big step forward or level up mm. or I've set this big, hairy, audacious goal and then life just boom, crashes in on me. That's actually an abundance issue. Wow. Yeah. And then the other thing that people come with, this is a really common one, which is, <sighs> I don't have the money to invest because I'm sick I only make X number of dollars a year. I can't stand to go back into that job. I can't work there another day. I, you know, I, 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 there's all kinds of reasons that go behind that. And it's interesting. That one always intrigues me because you would think this is the person who's, you know, right at subsistence level poverty line. Mm. And that's not the case. I've met people who are bringing in middle six figures who will tell me I don't have the money to invest. And that one always just intrigues me because it's so clearly a, a mindset programming problem. Mm, so... Mindset programming problem. Okay, like this. So they're making mid to high six figures, and yet, and and you're saying they're having other challenges also. I mean, you can, I mean, you can speak to that same exact circumstance. I mean, you've been through a lot of stuff, but we won't go there at the moment. I don't. Well, think. I I have been through a ton yeah. of ton of stuff. We can go down that rabbit hole for a minute. Okay. Uh, because I remember sitting with a physician. She was a functional medicine doctor. I've given up on anything that's not 
functional medicine or naturopathy. <laughs> the only way you'll get me to see a conventional doctor is if I've been in a car accident. Okay, fine. Do your ER thing on me. Fabulous. But as far as like long-term maintenance stuff, I've sort of given that over to a different approach. And I was talking with her and a little background on this. We were in bankruptcy which means literally I have no spare money because anything that remotely looks like spare money goes to the trustee. I have no spare money. And I've been working with her, and she's prescribed a bunch of supplements that I should be on. And I'm t I've, give I've also brought her the list of what I'm already on. And she looked at me and said, you're so lucky to have so much income. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? She says, you know, most people I work with, they can't afford to take the amount of supplementation that you do. Uh -huh. And I sat there for a second. And we're like at the lowest ebb of our earning potential at this time. I'm not employed because I literally cannot work. My husband is employed at a third of his normal income. And he's gone back to grad school. So we have that large expense that's been dumped on top of all of the rest of that, okay? And lest you think that this low ebb of income is six figures, I will tell you right up front, it's half of what you imagine it might be. Because we got this short bankruptcy. And so if you go do some research on what it takes to get the short bankruptcy instead of the long one, <laughs> Right. <laughs> That'll give you an idea of what that dollar amount is. And since I'm going to be transparent here, I will tell you that was $50,000 a year. Now, to some of you, you're going to go, oh, that's a shit ton of money. And others of you are going to go, girl, how could you manage? Okay. <laughs> right. And all of those reactions are, are just that. It, it, observe your reaction to that because it will tell you a lot about where your story is. Yes. Anyway, I looked at her and I said, the most important thing for me is to get well. And so that's where I spent my money first. Yes. And then I figure out all the rest of it some other way. I get creative around groceries and budgeting and um, place where we're living and the utilities that we are taking on and not taking on and the cell phone plans and that kind of stuff all have to fall in line after that. But my first priority, the first thing I spend money on is what's going to support my health and bring me back into wholeness so that I can work again. Yes. Wise choice. Well, and that's, that's a money secret. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you all that one. That's a money secret. <laughs> Where you put your money first is a reflection of your priorities. And so if you don't have money to do the things that you want at the end of the day, you need to take a look at your priorities and where you're sending your money because you master your money. Your money is not a master of you. Ah, I like it. I know. So did you feel yourself in any of those, Robert? Yes, of course. Yes. Right now I have a, a huge situation going on. Although the good news is, is I am mastering my money. If I weren't, I would 
I don't know what I'd be doing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. But, you know, my I have a family member that's been ill for quite a while, and, and we've lost half of our income for the last almost two years now. And yeah. that's a tough spot to be in when you go from dual six figures to mm-hmm. singular. And I know that sounds crazy because I was going, wait a minute, singular six figures? Six figures. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I can, thank goodness. Yes. Absolutely. Well, it, and it, it shows the relativeness of all of this, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, where is everything spread out at? Where was everything put? And then where do you look at what happens next? Now that you've gone from totally half of your income, right? And also medical bills on top of medical bills on top of On top of, of, of medical of bills, yes. yes. And covering all of that and still, you know, on half of what you were making before, regardless of whether it's a hundred thousand, fifty thousand, thirty thousand, whatever it is, imagine that. And now, as you said, what are the priorities, right? Exactly. Well, and the work that I do around this is around changing that set point, because if you look back on your financial history, you have a financial comfort zone. We all have a financial comfort zone. Some of our financial comfort zones are around, you know, that $24,000 a year point. That's my mom's financial comfort zone. $24,000 a year she can deal with. If she tries to get beyond that, she gets yanked back. Wow. Okay. And that's part of her money story. And some of us have a financial set point or comfort zone that's that low six figures right? And so we'll sit there and, and we might stretch a little beyond that, but then we'll compensate by, by having a shortfall that brings us back into that comfort zone. So how do, how do we, how do we break through? Is it a breakthrough break with, you know, um, and again, you have a financial comfort zone. If you live in that comfort zone, that's great. And you're good there. But what if you want more or should, should understand that you could have more. I'm not sure where that mindset goes. I mean, how do you get into that space? I mean, if it's ringing true for me, it must be ringing true for other people out there, right? So how do we get to those things that we'll talk about, like living your higher purpose, right? Or your highest purpose. Yes, absolutely. Higher is just higher, but highest is your highest purpose, right? And aligning yourself toward that path. I mean, how do you do that? Following your wanderlust, right? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Wanderlust is a breadcrumb. Right. I mean, and then, you know, getting to the root, right. I mean, of our money. Mm. I mean, I had to get to the root of mine. (laughs) Mm. Right. And thank goodness. Thank God. Right. All those other things. Once you get to that space and figure those priorities out now, how do you accelerate again? Right. I mean, I know that my situation is not going to change for a while. Yeah. Right. So now, well, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm going to suggest out there. Okay. I'm going to make a suggestion that the answer is frequently closer and will arrive sooner than we imagine. Ah, well, I like so that. So I would invite you to open yourself to the possibility that it could resolve quickly. Quicker. Quickly? Quickly. Quickly. Oh, I'll take that. It I could that. resolve quickly. Yeah, Renee, I received right? that. Yes. Because w- once you get to the root of whatever it is and you are applying the right tools and the right leverage things shift really fast. Okay. Right. Have have you ever, um, have you ever had something really heavy that was kind of stuck down? 
maybe a, a rock in your front yard sort of thing. Sure. Right. And you get out there and you, you kind of dig around it and see if you can shift it a little bit and it's, it's not really going anywhere. And then you, you kind of look and, oh, well, there's another rock here that's holding it in place, right? And maybe you get a couple of guys and you help them dig down and they pull out that rock that's got it jammed in there. And right. then you get out your lever and you've got one guy pushing and somebody levering and all of a sudden that sucker lets go and boom, it's like down the street. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. And that's a lot like the, the way some of these spiritual problems can be. You know, we kind of pussyfoot around it. We dig a little here. We dig a little there. We do some EFT. Maybe we learn some newer neuro-linguistic programming. Maybe we, we take a shamanic journey that gives us some insight. Um, and then, you know, having done all that work, done some journaling and, and worked on our mindset then we meet with somebody who is able to go, oh, look, there's that one rock there that's got it jammed in. Let's pull that out. And then we put our shoulder to the lever and boom, there it goes. Ah. Yeah. Hello. Yes. I like that. So. Yeah. So to kind of, um, go ahead. Looking outside of yourself a little bit there, right? Into other space, right? I like that, exactly. right? Yeah. Well, and, and some of it's external, right? The EFT, the NLP, these are tools, external tools you can find outside yourself that work on your inner game. Um, but like the shamanic journeying and soul level work, that's all internal game. And when you really want to take that to the next level, you don't just work on the inner game, you work on the higher game. I like this. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so back to the client I was telling you yes. about earlier, because she's an amazing case story for this. I, I was sharing with you that she had a child who had a traumatic brain injury. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, there's another one I want to tell you about too. I'm, I'm going to pause her and I'm going to go with this this uh, other lady, they actually know each other. One referred the other one. Um, and she was 53 years old. She and her husband were living in her father's guest room. Okay. She'd ended up there because she was supporting her mother through the tail end of her mother's uh, life. Her mother had one of these dementia sort of things happening and needed a great deal of care at the end of her life. And she'd completed that. It had been a year. She'd She'd gone through the morning, and she had a self-employment business that she was working with, and it was going nowhere. Mm -hmm. She would put a lot of effort into it. She'd put a lot of money and time into it, and it wasn't getting traction. And she was so frustrated by that, and she was so frustrated to be trapped in her father's guest room. Mm -hmm. uh, and so she decided to start working with me. And... I will finish this story <laughs> after we get back from the break because we have arrived at break time yet again. <laughs> if you have a story you'd like to share with me or if you would like to explore working with me becoming a case study or if you simply have questions for me or would like to be on the show because you have an amazing story that needs to be out there, you can reach me at AskZofia, that's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. 
So write that down. So ask Sophia at transformationspace.co. That's C-O. And we will be right back after the break where I will tell you what happened. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sofia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksofia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm here with Robert Cialino. And we are discussing this financial abundance and learning how to embrace it and really bringing that into your life. And I was sharing the story of a former client who is now that that's I want to put I really want to point this out she's a former client not because we did anything wrong but because we did everything right and that's always my objective is to get you to the point that you are a former client uh-huh. I don't believe in you latching on to me forever that is not good for either of us <laughs> so that aside put that over there. Um, She was living in her father's guest room, had a business going nowhere, and decided to commit to invest in four sessions with me. And actually to commit to and invest in four sessions for herself. And we went deep in those sessions. There's a reason that I don't do one-off, because we dismantle and then we rebuild. 
And if I just do one session, we've dismantled you and I'm not doing you a service. Anyway, so back on the path. Um, we worked on a number, she had a number of presenting issues. One was the business, one was being trapped in her father's guest room. And she, she and her father couldn't talk to each other. The relationship had gotten so bad. And so we went through the four sessions. Oh, I should tell you, this is one other thing. Um, She didn't come to me for this issue, but it was obvious the instant you looked at her, um, that she had a lot of protective weight on her body. Okay. It, it was clear that there was something going on in that area of her life as well. But we focused on what she brought to us, which is the business and the father. And after the four sessions, she immediately found a path into her own apartment. She had a couple of really good clearing conversations with her father and with her husband, because there was a bunch of stuff going on back there, uh, and like had literally loosed all of those ties that initially when she arrived, she's like, I'm trapped, I can't get out of this. Immediately the key is loosened. She created a new business completely from scratch. Uh, Instead of focusing on a service, she focused on a product. The product took off on Facebook and she's got more orders than she can fulfill. And so she and her husband now are in their own place. They're fully supported by her new clients and she's no longer frustrated out of her mind. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's incredible. But here's the kicker. I, if I remember correctly, it was after the second session. I, I do a lot of support after the session, and I check in and see how she's doing. And she says, yeah, this happened, that happened, the other thing happened. And then she says, is this normal? I'm like, yeah, what was that? I'm not hungry anymore. Like, <laughs> hallelujah. And so she is now... It's been a year and a half since we worked together. Uh, She has now decided that she's going to take off all of this protective weight. Ah. And the work that we did together allowed her to lose the weight she needed to lose in order to qualify for bariatric surgery. Wow. And she is now literally a whole different person. If you hadn't watched her transformation, you wouldn't know it was the same person anymore. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Hmm. So, curiosity then. I mean, how can everyone get results like this, or why isn't everyone getting results like this in their life? Ah, well, there are a few mistakes we make, Robert. And I say we because I've made some of these mistakes myself. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, um, we do, don't we? <laughs> I am far from <laughs> I'm going to venture perfect. down that road. I'm going to say I'm sure I have too. I'm going to own it. Okay. And one of the first ones that I see is we think we have to do it all ourselves. Yeah. I see this a lot with people from the Midwest because we're trained to be like rugged independence people. Uh, and I see it a ton with healers. Because we fall into this mind trap. And I work with a lot of healers. I had one that came to me the other day uh, who said, 
I'd done like one session with her. This was an unusual thing, but she, she had this like crisis emergency thing. I'm like, okay, I will make an exception to my rule. And we'd done one session together. And then she'd never come back until the other day I was talking to her. And I'm like, well, do you want to work together again? Because it seems to me you've arrived at this place. And she says, you know, I almost never came back to you again because my ego oh. was like upset and offended. I have worked on this issue uh. for decades and I've made this little tiny bit of progress. We had this one session together and you moved all that shit. And I left and I went, fuck, what does this mean about my modality? What does this mean about what I'm bringing out into the world? What does this mean about my little hammer? Your hammer is perfect. You're doing a lot of good with your hammer and with your nail. Um, and that's part of the reason you see so many healers get so many modalities, right? Because you need more than one trick to really get through the whole healing process. And sometimes you need somebody to read the label on the outside of your jar. So that's the, we think we have to do it all ourselves mistake. The other one that I see is we get hooked into what I call a cause and effect trap. We think because we have a physical illness, for example, that the solution must also be physical. So it must be um, a diet or it must be a medication or it must be a physical therapy uh, thing that moves us through this. And that's not necessarily the case. You can be physically ill because of a mental problem. You can become physically ill because of an emotional problem. You see that a lot with, with stress-related illness, right? They call it stress-related illness. That's an emotional problem causing a physical problem in your body, whether it turns up as a heart attack or it turns up as um, ulcers in your stomach or it turns up as uh, stress-related IBS, Right. Right. It all came from this emotional upset, and it manifests into this physical illness. Well, the solution to that physical illness is not the acid blockers, uh, you know, it's, it's not the right. low cholesterol diet, although there may be things you want to do to support the healing of the stomach or the heart or whatever after something like that has happened. But the real root of the problem is in the emotions, in the stress, the fact that you, you don't have the tools to process what's going on for you. That's the real root of the problem. And so when you get into meditation routines and other solutions, then that problem starts to resolve. So that's the cause and effect trap. Then the third place uh, that we get caught, uh, the third mistake that people make on the abundance journey is there's a secret uh, behind abundance. Ah. Okay. If you want more of something, you have to give from that area. So we get in this mind trap where we have a deficiency someplace. We'll say it's money because that's our topic today. Um, I don't have enough money to make it all the way through the month. I've got bills coming. My kid got sick. We just went to the ER. 
uh, and then someone comes to you who's in an even worse situation, for example, and says, I haven't eaten in three days. Can you spare a buck so I can get one of those dollar sandwiches at McDonald's? And we go, oh, no, 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 I can't pay my medical bill, even though you've got, you know, $25 in your purse. I can't pay my medical bill, so I'm not going to give you a buck. Mm. And one of the secrets around abundance is the more you hold on to something, the worse it gets. So the tighter you hold on to that $25 in your purse, the less the universe is able to to open up the top of that purse and sneak something into it. Ah. And so the tighter you hold on, the worse and more constricted it gets. And you see that not just in the money area, but you'll see that in the time area as well, where it's like, I don't, I don't have the time to take five minutes to give some feedback to a colleague of mine who's asked for it, or I don't have five minutes that my child needs after they've come home from school and had a really hard day. No, I'm going to put that off. No, 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 no. Put the business stuff or the busyness, whatever it happens to be on hold, give that five minutes to your child with the understanding that there is always enough time for the truly important stuff. And then that starts to expand out. When I was in bankruptcy, and we spent three years in bankruptcy, um, I would make it a point check in with my heart and my higher self when I saw one who, someone who had a greater need than I had and say, is it appropriate at this time for me to share? And I would get this warm, open feeling if yes, it was appropriate, and it would get cold and tightened down if it was not appropriate. And anytime my heart opened up and I went, oh, yes, that's the one I'm supposed to be sharing with, I would reach into my purse and whatever was in there, Robert, I didn't look at the denomination on the bill or bills. I would pull out the folding money and give them the folding money. I'm in bankruptcy. I'm not working. My husband is at a third of his thing. Uh, he's going to school. He can't work to bring more money in. But you know what would happen, Robert? What would happen? Money would arrive from the strangest places to fill in where I'd opened my purse and just given away the folding money. Yes. And that's amazing. And that's so true. I mean, I've seen it happen. You know, when you check in with yourself and yourself says, yeah, I mean, you can feel it, you know it, right? You really do. And I love that. And you also know when you, you, you can't or shouldn't, right? Because you yeah. can feel that too. But if you're always, I can't, right? Then that scarcity sets in and then there's, I mean, and then you don't grow outside of it. I see that with money. I see that with silly things like mm -hmm. traffic on the freeway. I mean. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Minute, that's part of the reason that rush hour is so terrible. Everybody right. thinks I've, I've got to get into that, that spot in front of you so that I get there on time. But if they'd waited for the more natural spot, things would continue flowing better. And I find that when I, and I do this all of the time as part of my mindset with the money as well, 
right? If I have it in my pocket, it goes out, right? If it's the right feeling, if it's everything else, sometimes I don't have it in my pocket. I'm like, I wish I had some money, right? Literally my body's saying give and I'm like, I don't have a dollar in my pocket. I've got a card. I'm not giving them my card and my pin, but you know, I would give what I had if I had it. I'm like, I wish, and then I started thinking, I'll put just keeping money in my car in case I need to help somebody. But even with the traffic, as soon as I open up and give to that person who needs that space, my commute just got five minutes shorter. I guarantee it, right? Yeah. All you're doing is is opening up to that space and all of a sudden you're getting all these neat little things that happen for exactly. you. You just have to let go of that control of that two inches in front of you and that $2 in your pocket. Exactly. And, and so counterintuitive, but it, it proves to be the case every time. Yes. Always. Ooh, I like this. And and so my my client discovered a few things. Ah, I want to know what those secrets are. So what are those secrets that your client discovered? How did she do everything she did? How did she get out of the the room? And how did she, wait a minute, how did she get this whole business going? Well, she discovered a few things. Okay. Um, there's the whole hammer versus screwdriver problem that we talked about earlier. You know, when you come at a problem from one direction all the time with the wrong tool, you don't get very far. (laughs) No. And so one of her secrets was she discovered me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because I had a different tool for her to use. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good discovery. Okay. Uh, And then if you remember back to the cause and effect trap, she discovered what her secret was, was she realized she had one spiritual problem that was showing up in her emotional life, in her relations, in her finances, and where she's living. Mm. And so when we worked together, what we did was I shone the light on that one spiritual problem she was having, and then we explored the possibilities of that together and what that could be changed into. We cleared it, and that allowed her to open up the path to abundance, to money, to love, to better health, and a, a nicer living situation, right? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and it was one problem. And who'd have thought that the bad relationship with her father and the problem in the business and being stuck in the guest room were, all had the same root cause. They appear to be three unrelated issues. Hmm. Ooh, and it's really that simple sometimes. It's amazing. So, right now, you've got two options. You can take what you've learned from today's podcast and you can go out and implement it on your own. Or if you're interested in having another option, perhaps where I can help you, where I can maybe read your label for you, (laughs) give you a new tool that you can work with, I'm making a special opportunity available to work with me one-on-one. And right now, this is a real sacrifice of my time because I've got the summit that's coming in January and it's really been sucking up. So I've decided it's time for me to give from my place where I'm short on abundance and that's time so i'm making this opportunity available to work with me one-on-one and here's what we're going to accomplish when we work together we're going to identify what your soul's direction is we're going to look at what's working and not working we're going to find the repeating patterns and remove those blockages so you can live your highest life 
bring the abundance into your life and really stop creating this convoluted plan to get you to happiness. We have this tendency to chase happiness. We will put you on the shortest path to that satisfaction. I love this, Sophia. I want to get on this, I think, for sure, too, right? So, um, but this is awesome. And I know you're giving us away this part for free today, right? Is there any other sort of investment that comes along with it later in the space? Or what would we be looking at, really? Well, honestly, working with me is not cheap. And it's an investment in yourself of about mid-four figures. Okay. To work directly with me. And frankly, it's not for everyone. Sure, sure. But it might be for you. Yeah. And I do have the fix- flexibility of a payment plan to help make this as affordable as possible. This opportunity is by application only. And the reason for this is to make sure we're a good fit. I want to know for a fact I can help you and to make sure you are ready to be helped. Even if you're not spiritually inclined or if you have your own practices and methods, the stuff I use, the methods I use one-on-one will work for you. So if you're interested, there are a couple of next steps. The main one is to go to this link, transformationspace.co slash apply. You'll submit a $100 application fee that is fully refundable. We, If we're not a fit, if you change your mind, that application fee will be fully returned to you and if you're accepted that application fee will go towards your tuition your investment in yourself and then you'll book a call with me so we can chat that's awesome i love that and you know it's nice to know too that if i have any other questions i can just kind of jump on a phone call with you right yeah you can just turn in the application and get on the phone and we will walk through it i do know i'll be considering these applications on a first come first serve basis so if you want to do this now yes you you want to do it right now so yeah, nobody right now. else scoots yeah. in in front I'm going of there. you I'm going. i i really <laughs> only have time to work with two people in this deep way And so once someone applies and is accepted, that space is gone. Wow. Go now. (laughs) (laughs) Transformation space. Transformationspace dot co forward slash apply. I um, look forward to seeing your application and hopefully working together soon. Thank you so much, Robert. You're welcome. Thank you, Zofia Renee. Man, I'm telling you, I love these things that we do together. (laughs) I do too. And I love that. I love everyone who comes and joins us, and I'm so looking forward to meeting some of you face-to-face and in person. So apply soon, and until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 